Welcome, friend, to Consider Yourself Hugged. I am your host, Tammy West, and I'm excited to be back for our third season, no, third episode of this season. I was going to stop and start all over and hit record again, but if I'm being honest with you, I've already hit start and stop like four times. So I think I'm just meant to say it wrong, and it was just meant to come out that way. So anyway, you all know I'm real. I'm just standing here in the podcast closet actually big change. So up until last episode, I would sit in the podcast closet, which I really loved. But now that I'm, you know, I don't know, I don't know that I'm older this season than I was last season, although I guess I am technically. But the back thing trying to like put the pillows on the floor and find a place to put my computer and my water and my microphone and all of that stuff. And we put a dresser here in the podcast closet. I think I told you that last time that Lisey, I will give you an update in a moment, that Lisey sleeps in here. She has her food in here and she's, this is her little comfy, cozy place. And we have like a, te- a chest of drawers and it's the perfect height. So I'm standing now. Do I sound different? I don't know. You know, they say that you have more energy if you're standing. So We'll see how that goes. So Lisey update, if you did not listen to last week's episode, then go do that. Link will be in the show notes. But just a quick update. She is, do, the, I should do the overview. She got into some, we put some uh, spray cleaner in our shower and she got in the shower and we didn't know how long she'd been there. So the vet had her for a while. Um, but she she did really well. This happened last week, like on Thursday, and you're hearing this hopefully on Wednesday of the following week or maybe later. But in any case, it's been about, I don't know, a few days. And she's feeling better, but she is still kind of coughing and sneezing. So I'll probably have to take her back tomorrow to get steroids. Anyway, that's the update on Lisey. She is back to her crazy self. So maybe I'll put a picture in there so you can see what she looks like now. So what about today? Today, I promised you we're going to talk about mental health and self-talk. And I wanted to go through three destructive voices that I don't think get as much attention as some of the other self-talk. The reason I decided to do this, it was based on something I shared with you a couple of weeks ago. And so two weeks ago, I shared a story with you about having like an anger meltdown if you want the details link is in the show notes too but but basically I got really upset about a household it was just a thing it was a household task that had that was done and it wasn't done correctly and I lost my mind and venomous language just poured out of me and one of the things I shared was how surprised I was that it happened. And I mentioned that it just, it really freaked me out because that level of anger had not happened to me in a long time. Well, I've had time, even more time to process it. And I wanted to go a little bit deeper today. So let's go a bit deeper about the voices in our heads. Okay. Cause it's not just my head. You have voices in your head too. And, and they have impact on our mental health. So there were three, three that came to me. I'm sure there's loads more, but here's the three that came to me. So I'm going to tell you what the feeling is or what the, what the voice is and how it applies. And then what do you do with this? So the first one, the voice is getting mad at yourself 
for feeling what you feel. So when my episode, my mental meltdown was over, after a day or two and I started processing, and one of my first emotions I shared with you was anger. Okay, so that that the voice, this is a different voice, but how could I let that happen? What is wrong with me? But I had to go further. And so the further started with the question, why? Why did I feel that way? And uh, just full disclosure, I think part of it was I was mad at myself because I wasn't perfect regarding the very thing that I teach other people. Uh, Does that make sense? Like here I am, you know, traveling around the country, even even around the world virtually. Um, I'm back posting more I'm on Facebook, doing this podcast. And I was having a mental meltdown when I'm trying to teach other people how to have calm and peace and, and emotional wellness and well-being. And so I think that part of my anger, you know, the how could I let that happen? What is wrong with me? Those voices was because I was just so angry that I wasn't being perfect. And you've heard me talk about maybe perfectionism before. There's, there's not a perfect. But realizing that, realizing that that was part of that voice helped me to let that go. So what do you do with this? It may, getting mad at yourself for feeling what you feel. Maybe you're mad at yourself because you are feeling anxious again, or you are feeling angry again, or you are feeling afraid of something again. And you're just like, what is wrong with you? What do you do with that? Well, a better way is to start questioning yourself earlier, if that makes sense. Like it just doesn't make sense really to be angry at yourself for feeling a feeling right? But anger is wasted if, if it doesn't lead to some kind of a change. Anger, anger is telling us something. You've probably heard that before. At least I think you have that anger is something that's letting you know that something's wrong. But if it doesn't lead to a change, then it's all for nothing. So that's the first one. That voice getting mad at yourself for feeling what you feel. What's wrong with me? How could I let that happen? Blah, blah, blah. The second one is so, so prevalent. And that is wishing to be normal. You should be normal. I wish I was normal. I'm sorry to tell you, and I hope that you can predict what I'm about to say. There is no normal, right? I mean, there's just, there's not a normal. We are all on a continuum, on a mental health continuum, on an emotional continuum. We all do. During the deepest days of my anxiety, my panic, my despair in my life, the deepest days were before the mental hospital. Um, in the 90s. And I remember, I, I still I still have some of those struggles, but the deepest days were then. I so, if you look at the show notes, I'm capitalizing it, S-O, capital S-O. I so wanted to be normal. And I've had so many conversations with other people who are battling, okay? They're, they're battling mental health issues, trying to stay mentally healthy, and they so want to be normal, here's the problem. Wishing to be normal automatically sets us up to fail because as you know, it doesn't exist. So you're already just setting yourself up to do something that's just not possible. So what do you do? Well, a better way is to visualize a line. And I, and I put a line in the show notes. It is nothing fancy. Literally, it is just a line. 
It has one, the number one on one end, and the number 10 on the other end. If you listen to the last, well, two sessions ago about mental health in a post-pandemic world, I talk about this a little bit, but I'm going to talk about it more today. So one means you're feeling on top of the world, and 10 means you feel like the world is on top of you. So ask yourself, and this is what it says on top of the line that I posted, where am I living today? Ask yourself, where, where do you currently live on that line? One day, it might be a, a, a two. I can't remember. I think I said, yeah, one is on top of the world. So one day, you're, it might be two. It's a really good day. And on a really bad day, it might be an eight. And let's go further. Remind yourself that everyone lives on that line. And, and you know what? Let, let's go more. Occasionally, ask your friends to score themselves. I know that sounds weird. And what I'm about to say may sound counterintuitive to what we know about mental health stigma. But talking, actually talking about your mental health is fairly common. It's just that we don't call it that. So you know what I mean? If you ask somebody, hey, how's everything going? How are you feeling? What's going on with you? Those are, to some degree, mental health questions. And so if you're talking with your friend and they're telling you that they're struggling, you know, people aren't usually going to say, oh, I'm struggling with my mental health. Now, they might, but they might just say, you know, I've been feeling just really worried about life lately or I've been feeling I've just gotten really upset, whatever it is. Instead of saying, I'm sorry, which is okay. I'm not saying don't say that. But instead of just saying, I'm sorry or saying, oh, I know what you mean, maybe just admit that you've had some bad days, too. And that you're coming to understand that there's no normal, that we're all in this continuum. And then maybe talk about your score. Like, tell them what I'm telling you. You know, tell them, say, you know, we're all living on this one to 10. You know, one being a great, great best day and 10 being a pretty bad day. You know, what's your score? How are you feeling today? And it gives you both time to process what's going on in your life and realize that there's not a normal because this is such a debilitating thought now I don't mean to take hope away from you because when I wanted to be normal when the people I talk to want to be normal what they mean really is that I want to have more peace in my life that's what they really mean so I'm not taking that away from you I'm just saying that using the word normal just doesn't mean anything so that's the set the first one was getting mad at yourself for feeling what you feel the second is wishing to be normal and the third is telling yourself this this feeling is bad period okay and I hope that you're seeing some connection now if if somebody were telling me that telling myself that for example the feeling of anxiety is bad if somebody were telling me, you shouldn't tell yourself that feeling anxiety is bad or feeling extreme anger is bad, I would probably think, well, it is bad. What are you talking about? How could it be anything else? Well, m- what I mean is, for example, my anger about the household thing was a prompt that I was feeling something. Okay, we kind of mentioned this a minute ago. Something wasn't right. I was a bit overwhelmed. I wasn't taking care of myself. That feeling is telling me something. What about anxiety? Anxiety is is an extreme form of fear where you're anticipating that something bad will happen. And listen, for me, because my, my hospital diagnoses were anxiety disorder, panic disorder, PTSD, and depression. For me, that anxiety and panic 
is worse than any other feeling I felt in my whole life. When I feel it today, it's an awful feeling, you know, all, all forms for me. My childhood anxiety, my adult perfectionism anxiety, anxiety about my husband, my children's, my husband and my children and my family and their welfare and their health. Ah, the worst. But if when it happens in me, I tell myself, this is awful. I don't want to feel that. This is bad. With no other analysis, then I feel worse because now all I'm left with is telling myself that it's a bad feeling and I don't like it and I want it to go away. I revert back to wanting to be normal, right? I, then, I, then I can get mad at myself. You see, it's this whole spinning wheel. So what do you do? And this is actually something I've been working on only in the last few months, to be honest with you. Only in the last few months. Anxiety, for example, is telling you something. So instead of wasting the mental energy, telling yourself how bad it is, because you're using mental energy, use that energy instead to do the whole onion peeling with questions, okay? Quiz, like as soon as you feel that, whatever the emotion is, fear, anxiety, um, worry, anger, start with the question, okay, why? And then I put these in the show notes. Yeah, so it sounds like you. So what can you do? Have you tried? Okay, like literally annoying yourself with these questions as if you're doing your own therapy. For example... I ask myself, maybe I have something coming up and I say, why am I anxious? And and I even, okay, you're really going to think I'm crazy here, but I use different voices. Whether if I'm with people, I try not to do it out loud because as you know, that could be really strange. But if I'm by myself, sometimes I'll use different voices. So it would sound like this. Why am I anxious? Oh, because I have an event coming up. Yeah, so? Well, I don't know if it will go well. Why? Well, because I don't feel prepared. Okay, now I feel like I should stop because you get it. But you're having, and, and research shows that if you're having a conversation with yourself, and, and if you're doing it out loud even more so, then that will lead to more processing than just letting your thoughts go astray. Don't let yourself off the hook until you get to the root of it. And the more you do this, the better you'll be. It's funny. I find myself, I do a lot of thinking on my walks. I walk Charlie twice a day, usually for at least 30 minutes in the morning and then anywhere from 15 to 30 in the afternoon. And sometimes, you know, that's when I do my prayer time and I listen to my Bible and sometimes I'll listen to other things. But then sometimes I just think. And this is the time when I can do my analysis. And so if I feel one of those emotions coming up that I don't like, I, I actually find myself now rolling my eyes at myself because I know I'm about to launch into that conversation. And it, it's a funny rolling your eyes like, oh, okay, here we go. But for me, it's a way of doing therapy, like in the moment, by myself, I can work on these things. Therapy is great, by the way, but I can also work on these things. Get to know your own mind. I mean, that is so important. Get to know your own mind. It will be totally worth it. But I don't want to end our time together without encouraging you to ask yourself one question. And I'm going to try to be better about incorporating this every single time, at least every single time when we're talking about specifically mental health. And this is the question. Do I think I have a mental health disorder or Am I simply having a bad day or a bad time period? 
it's a simple question. But I think on some level, we, we know the answer. If you don't, I will put a couple of links in the show notes. Uh, two weeks ago on the mental health post-pandemic, I did put some mental health links in there, but I'll put them here too. Because you can do some assessments online. There are hotlines that you can call. I will put several resources for you. I need to do better about not leaving you at the end of a session if I'm talking about mental health and just not giving you the resources. So they will be there. Share them with each other. Use them on your own. Whatever it is. Because answering this question should guide your choices. Always be open to getting the help that you need. Never let someone shame you into not making choices that are best for you, whether it is therapy with your own head, therapy with a therapist, talking to a pastor, talking to a counselor, talking to people you trust, going to the doctor, going to the psychiatrist, taking medication, having some time in a psychiatric hospital, whatever it is, take care of your mental health. See, these parts of self-talk you might not have thought about. It's such an important part of our mental health. You've probably learned, I'm guessing, to try to not say negative things to yourself like, oh, I'm so stupid, or I'm not good enough. Most of us have heard this. But this type of self-talk can be buried. It takes a little bit more digging. You know, before a big speaking engagement or when I'm trying to book one, I can be, I can develop, you know, the imposter syndrome. You've probably heard of it where I think, oh, everybody thinks I can do this, but I really can't. They don't know that I really can't. So I can, I can develop that or I can get anxious. And then I get mad at myself for getting anxious. And then I just want to be normal. And then I think I might quit doing it. So I have to try to analyze it. And then I want to call it something different. So then I can realize, okay, how weird would it be if I didn't have at least some intense feelings before a big speaking engagement? And instead of telling myself that's not normal and I want to be normal, I'll use that to analyze, why am I feeling this way? Am I not prepared? Is this more than I can handle? And more than likely, I'll say, no, it's not more than I can handle. And so that analysis is worth the effort. Get to know your own voices. Okay, remember the first voice is getting mad at yourself for what feeling what you feel. The second voice is the wishing to be normal. And the third voice is telling you yourself that the feeling is bad, period without further analysis. It's so worth it. I promise it is. I have you all on my heart every single day. And as always, I'm so happy that you joined today. Um, I ask you every time to pass the show link along to your friends, subscribe, download, review, wherever you're listening. If you're a woman and you haven't joined our private Facebook group, A Place for Women, please do that now. I will tell you that I am considering changing the podcast to be not just for women. Um, The reason is I've been doing a lot of mental health training for some employee assistance programs for different organizations, and the world has changed a lot since I started doing this a couple of years ago. And I feel like the message that I have is, is not just for women. But having said that, if I do that, what we would do is I would have the podcast that would be more generic for both genders, But then we would bring our discussion specifically for women into the Facebook group. So let me know what you think about that. If you have any thoughts, I would love to hear them because you are very important to me. So thank you so much for joining me again and for the continued growth of our group. And until next time, consider yourself hugged.